introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way. Hey, 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 it's Christoph Wrights of the Poet Life Podcast. I'm excited. I'm excited right now because I have some friends of mine on the podcast as guests today. Their names are Crossley and Ann. How y'all doing? Good. Good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Crossley, I love that name, man. Thank you. Is there, a- is there, is there a background or a uh, meaning behind your name? or It's a family know? name. Family name. Really? Yeah. So it was my it was my grandma's maiden name. Really nice, nice. That that really intrigued me when I first met you. You know. Thank you. I I've never met somebody else with my name, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. I got made fun of it. I think one yeah. time as a kid, so it wasn't uh, one time. Just one time. Like, it's not traumatic. Wow. Any <laughs> any different name? You know, when you're young, you get it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I got it all the time, and I'm Christoph. But if they've never heard it before, it's a joke. Yeah. I'm sure they're like, "Oh, you mean Christopher?" Chris? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what? Till this day, I am Christopher to anybody that I just meet. They'll yeah. add Uh-oh. the e- they'll add the er for me. <laughs> Thank you, or, but no. <laughs> or tell me that I misspelled my my own name. Right. Uh, like you don't know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you forgot the ER. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> but you know what solidified it for me was um, was it Frozen? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was probably yeah. very helpful. Yes, yes. I was so excited when I watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, normalize the name. Exactly. No, but I'm excited to have you all on because. Well, you know, I'm sure the the audience uh, who follows us and, and subscribes, they 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 know of the project because we had Nina on, and we had Scott. Nina is is the feature poet, and Scott is the composer of the atmospheric music in the background that you all are singing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, I'm excited to have. Uh, the third part of the cast, and, and I'll be having um, Gilbert and, and Jacob, uh, Jacob yeah. on as well. So I'm really excited about that. So I wanted to bring you all on because you all have the title of like producer, and I know there are other, you know, but for the most part, yeah. you all had the role of producer. Like, where? All right, so so have you ever been a producer as it relates to a film or a project like this before? No, oh. it's, it's a new job for us. It's brand new territory. Yeah, could not tell. Well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like literally, you all had the the look, the swag of it all. You know, um, did you? Okay, did you have to? figure it out? Did you have to study what producers do? Because it looked like that you all have been doing it for a while. We, um, I mean, we have those skills. We just had to translate them uh, uh, because, uh, you know, as bridge we're we're artistic directors and, um, and with our group, we are producing normally live performances. So, um, you know, artistic director, it, uh, 
we are focused on a lot of the the craft and um, uh, building and um, creating aesthetic, but a lot of it is administrative mm. and just kind of pulling everything together. <laughs> um, and so, so in a way, we we have been producers for a while. Um, okay. We never we had to definitely translate those skills for a video production. Sure. Yeah. And is it like a project manager? Kind of. Yeah. Um, and I think we've all, as singers and conductors, mm -hmm. um, done enough recording sessions and gigs to know what helps a project to go smoothly. And, you know, <laughs> when things are certain, when certain things are left out, what can become a catastrophe later mm -hmm. on down the road. Um, right. So we pretty much just put ourselves in the shoes of, Nina as the performer um, mm. and thought, okay, what information do we need to have exactly for the day of? And then afterward, um, we need to just, we were very careful about creating a schedule and setting deadlines for ourselves. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a big learning curve to kind of do the entire. Yeah. And for, um, we are we were producers for this and we're co-artistic directors for bridge but really just in life we are artists and sure. um we are um most of the time independent artists managing ourselves and um uh, you know uh, the gig life and so we're producing ourselves and pr we're constantly producing content and and working logistics so um so yeah it, and it all came together we did get somewhat of a running start with the pandemic because okay. uh when everything shut down last march a year ago um wow march 13 march 13, yeah. march 13 really jumps out to me as one of those this days. was the day that like all of my gigs were canceled like every single one i got email after email after email and I was like looking at my Facebook memories this morning. It was and a depressing I was like, day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, so when that happened, of course, we there was shock and we were paralyzed for a while. But um, shortly after, we did what we could, producing videos at home um, to keep the art going, and mm. uh, and so we had a, a couple months of. Um, skill building and learning how to how to produce videos on a much smaller scale, but sure. um, yeah, that little runway helped us definitely. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the COVID season was just a good time to recalibrate. Yeah, yeah, and study and prepare yourself for even more greatness that produced this great project. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that we would have been able to do this exactly without having been like in quarantine and mm -hmm. having the time at home to, yeah. So it it, it was kind of a, a necessary evil, I, guess, I suppose, right. yeah. in yeah. getting this project done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure, because we were meeting weekly, mm -hmm. starting in starting in May, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think May or June was our first meeting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I can I can't even imagine the time the time constraints of trying to meet on a regular basis to get this project done if we all weren't quarantined. Right. Right, right. 
Yeah, well, we so, started to we as the world kind of started to open up, we started to experience that. Like, I I remember it being like October or November, and we were meeting on Zoom, and I was like, "This is a miracle that we've been able to meet weekly <laughs> with all of our schedules." But yeah, it was it was definitely a a COVID um, experience. Yes. So for those who are listening, watching, reading and you don't know exactly what we're talking about, well, there's a project that we just created um, in the midst of uh, the COVID season, and it's called America, You're Beautiful. And uh, go check it out right now. It's um, uh, aybfilm.com. I have to say it slow just so I make sure I don't say Y-A-B, you know? (laughs) America, You're Beautiful, aybfilm.com. Dot com. Go check that out. It's only six minutes and 55 seconds, yep. but it's powerful. It's it's a it's a short film that we produce to speak to all of what that has been going on for years as it relates to race relations and um, uh, pol- police brutality, things of that nature. And, and we wanted to make sure. Well, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk yep. about it. So let me ask you, um, Alan and, and Crossley, how did you all come up with this idea and just what inspired it? What inspired you to call me the poet life and say, let's work together? Well, it came shortly after um, the murder of George Floyd and the whole world was responding to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we kind of sat back for a little bit and wanted to let what was happening wash over us and mm-hmm. and not immediately respond um but but sort of instead create a, a space for listening for a little while mm-hmm. that was our that was our sort of immediate response we wanted to mm-hmm. listen um and we wanted to of course we wanted to contribute and we had thoughts about how to do that but mm-hmm. um but we gave it some time and then we all talked and and decided you know that a lot of different ensembles are doing a lot of beautiful things like hiring black composers or um or black soloists on their concert series to sort of amplify their voices that way um but we decided we wanted to actually like give an entire platform Mm-hmm. Um, to a person of color, and so that's where I think Alan thought to to contact you because we enjoyed mm-hmm. working with you so much. I'll let you talk about that. But actually, you know, I think that was your idea. <laughs> when it, it really? it's, my memory is <laughs> kind of fuzzy. All you know, the way all of this developed was just. I don't think at any time there was a clear path. We just Mm -hmm. took it, you know, moment by moment, step by step. And so the details are fuzzy, but I remember um, faintly that, that initial conversation, we knew that we wanted to do something. And I think I was, I I think I was actually one of the four, so the four of us, me, Crossley, Gilbert and Jacob, um, I was probably the one, one of the people, one of the voices pushing to like do something. I just felt like I wanted us to do something like the moment was too important and I wanted to help in some way. Um, and then I remember, um, yeah, Crossley being 
being like, well, let's, let's just pause and, and take things in. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we, we thought back to, it came up in that meeting. We thought back to, well, um, we, our very last live performance was a partnership with the poet life in January, 2020. Mm. Um, and we had prepared for other things, but, but we, that performance was, um, incredible. Mm. Um, the way it all came together and it was our first time partnering with you. Mm. Um, and we were, um, we were just so moved by, uh, the way music and poetry came together for that performance. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, someone came up with the idea. I think it was Crossley, but it could have been anybody. Um, we thought, you know, um, the poet life, they might be the ones to help us out here. Like we didn't have, we didn't really know what we wanted to do, but sure. we knew that uh, we had a, a um, really effective and inspiring partnership um, and thought that you might be, be able to help. And sure. so I shot you an email and, um, and thankfully you were, you were really excited about it, mm -hmm. you know, which you didn't have to be, um, you know, sure. a lot of, a lot of people in that moment, it was so heated and some people just needed space to, you know, to not, um, comment or, um, sure. just to, to, you know, <laughs> let, uh, others take the rein, but you, you definitely took it head on and, um, and helped to guide us through that early, uh, conceptual development. Sure. Yeah. No, when I received the email, I said, oh, this is, this is awesome. First of all, I really loved, just like you all, working with you all in the last project. That was just magic. That was magic. Um, when Church the Poet, you know, yeah. you know, he's from North Carolina. Hmm. When he when I when oh. I think Yes, I know. That's what I said. And I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know until he yeah. got there. Like oh. I thought he was DC area. Yeah. You know, um, but he no, he drove down from North Carolina five hours. <laughs> and because I think he DM'd me, I think I put it out there or something like that, calling all poets or something like that. Yeah. And um he's like, Yeah, I'll be there. I was like, Cool. That means <laughs> you're in the area. In my in my mind. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, he got there, yeah. No, I I just got off the road. I said, like, Off the road? What you what do you mean? Yeah, coming from North Carolina. I was like, Wow. That's dedication. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Wow. So, so, but no, um, his one, he already had a poem on homelessness. That was the mm -hmm. topic and theme of that, of that, of that event. And, um, you know, so I say that to say, uh, it's my responsibility to scour through all of the poets, but all also all of their already pre-written poems mm -hmm. to find what would seamlessly um, and perfectly match with the theme and tone of the project or event. Mm -hmm. And so my responsibility was to make sure I found someone, one that was professional, you know, um, that takes their craft serious, but could present and write a piece that that wasn't all anger, 
And it's understandable. But if we want people to listen, if we want the conversation to be started, it can't be all anger. Yeah. Right. So so even though I understand, I still had to make the conscious decision to choose the right poet that could speak through their anger. Um, but be inviting as well. Yeah. And, and Nina, Nina Bruton came to my mind, you know, and I'm so glad. We are so glad. Man. (laughs) Yeah. And, but also the other check out of, off the boxes is flexibility. Who knew it would last nine months? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think when our very first meeting, we were talking about, you know, just making uh, videos on our iPhone and yes. two, three minutes. Um, we'll get it out in, I think we said October. <laughs> right. Well, and I think you were the one, Christoph, that kind of encouraged us to think bigger. You know, we were we were going to do this like small little. Sure. Here's a here's a great video that says something nice. Yeah. You're we like, well, why don't we like do it. Like if we're going to do it, let's do the thing. Mm -hmm. And it just, we kept sort of raising the bar after that. And Mm -hmm. I think you really inspired that to happen and, and are the reason we have what we have now. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really what I'm trying to get poets to come to, you know, Mm -hmm. um, start, you know, start there, you know, start putting the small videos out, you know, um, but keep enhancing, Right. Mm -hmm. And don't put limits on your work only when only when you're commissioned and they say you have two minutes, you know, (laughs) that's when you have to use the word that I learned recently. Brevity, Mm -hmm. learn how to constrain Mm -hmm. something bigger into something smaller um, and still make it have a strong impact. But but let's not put a time limit on this, you know, let it, let it be what it's going to be, you know, let, let, let it stop when the message is complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I think that that was definitely the special part of this project that it, it became what it was meant to be because, um, you know, we had that flexibility um and we all wanted it to get to that level right we we couldn't envision um what the end product will be would be but every step along the way um we knew um we we gave it the space to let it become what it needed to be um yes. so yeah that was um yeah, that's that's really special. You can't get that with every project you work on, especially when you're on deadlines and and juggling all kinds of projects. And um, yeah, this was this was special. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, um, the other part of it, you know, Nina being the right person, you know, she wasn't calling me, emailing me, texting me saying, man, this is taking too long, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that that she was not a burden, you know, and that's another part of choosing the right person, mm-hmm. you know, and and I get it. You know, 
some artists are like, look, I'm not paid to be here nine months. And you know what I mean? And, yeah. and so I was just so happy the fact that she was, she believed in the project one. Yeah. Right. And she let it flow. She let it flow and she's the better for the project is the better for it. And so I really appreciate her. Um, so as, as producers, what, so what did you, what did you all learn in this pro in this process? Oh, so many things. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I think we, I'm, um, I think I could speak on behalf of um, all of Bridge, and Costly will definitely chime in. But um, I think we learned that um, the the passion and the kind of heart that we poured into this project is um, that's what we want all of our projects um, mm. to be built on. Um, and it's, we've always been, um, tried to engage with, um, issues of our time. It's part of our mission, um, to, to use music and to use our voices to, to examine what's happening around us. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, and that, that started, um, again with that, that January, 2020 concert on the, the event, um, on the topic of homelessness. Um, and then this just brought it to a new level. Um, and because we were also passionate, passionate about the message, right. um, it's that, uh, contaminated every part of building the project mm. from editing to the singing, to the film shoot, to like planning the days around the film shoot. And, um, that's that's really how um, I think the the greatest most impactful art is built um, is when it's it accesses the things you really truly want to express and and comment on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I think art for the sake of art is fine. Um, concerts given because <clears throat> certain pieces are pretty. There's nothing wrong with that, but this. I agree with Alan. This sort of solidified Bridges' mission mm. to create art for a bigger purpose. Um, and we had already been sort of, that had already been our mission, as as you know, from Little Match Girl. And, but, yes. but after this, like, I don't know if we can really go back ever to just, like, doing a concert because the music's pretty. Like, I think there will always have to be another reason or a partnership or whatever um behind what we're doing because it's just like knowing that this is possible you know <laughs> yes. yes yeah there's so much that this can and will turn into you know i uh, i was talking to nina and i was telling her be prepared be prepared with a curriculum, mm -hmm. right? Because one, it's in demand. Well, it's needed. Mm -hmm. It needs to be in, de in demand, right? The, the start of the conversation in small rooms, big rooms. But if, 
if there is no one ready to provide the curriculum to facilitate the conversation, it won't happen. So be prepared. So when the phone calls and the emails and the DMs come and say, hey, can you all come and do a workshop after we watch the the six minute and 55 second film that you all produced? Right. And so I I just believe in being prepared for the flood. Right. So the flood of attention and um, calls. Right. So so be proactive and not reactive, even if no one ever calls. Be ready. (laughs) See that what even if they don't call, we can create it ourselves and say, hey, we have a workshop that we want you all to attend. Mm-hmm. Right. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's a good idea. <laughs> 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 but that's how my mind works. You know, not um, not letting things die at the end of the production of the project. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I said the project needs a website. It needs a home. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so so. So it can house opportunities and and those opportunities can build to other things. And so I'm really excited that you all were open and willing to just listen to ideas, but not only ideas, but I want to go back to uh, Nina, the poet. And what were your hesitations and maybe fears about what she possibly would say, you know, because. I can answer this one. (laughs) Of the four of us, I am definitely the most, like, let's not alienate anyone. Um, and, And so I think we all had a fear, but especially I, I had a fear of like, certain people clicking on the video, watching 30 seconds, being like, I know what this is. Right. Boom. This is just, you know, and, and the point of doing this is for those people to watch the whole video. You know what I mean? For them to hear it. Um, And, and that's why Nina was so brilliant because she acknowledged the truth of everything you know, she acknowledged the beauty that we have here in this country and the potential for beauty that we have here in this country. Um, but she didn't ignore it. She didn't, you know, there were no rose colored glasses either. She didn't mm-hmm. ignore the facts. Um, but even her like darker sections of the poem, they never, they're never just angry or bitter. They're always, this is what's wrong. This mm-hmm. is what needs changing. You know, there's, there's always motivation and, um, and forward motion. And I just, I, I loved it. So it was, mm-hmm. it was perfect, yes. but yeah, I, I definitely was nervous going into it. Um, just because I, I wanted this to be a message everyone would listen to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nita did a great job of, um, even like from from the words but also just the the setup and the her design of the poem 
um, because she started off with the common ground, which was hard to find, especially so, when my, we started. My, I, she wrote that opening back in I don't know July, and she yeah. could have just she could have just charged in, but um, but you know for real conversations to happen, um, there needs to be respect and 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 a common ground. And she um, started off with the fact that um, she loves the country and she believes in it um and uh you know the people that there there are many people that believe that um uh people like us just just aren't happy with the country and want to change want things to change right, right. um because we don't lo love the country but it's not that it's because we it's because you do we believe in it right mm -hmm. right we believe in the potential and the potential is worth fighting for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you hear, if you don't like it here, then just leave. Mm. That's not what it's about. Right. Yeah. It's, mm. That's not what it's about. We love it here. That's why we bring up the things that need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What well, don't you understand? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, you know, something can be amazing, but there's always things that, that everything has flaws. But you don't just say, hey, I got flaws. No, let's let's see how we can enhance and, mm -hmm. and fix those flaws, not to make things perfect. But it, it's important to make sure that you do what you can, you know, to fix whatever problems that they are. Um so yeah, no, I, it was it was important for me to so so Nina wrote the first part right, kind of like weeks in. Right? She was trying to get her thoughts together um, because you know this is hitting her because uh, we're in the center of it, right? It, it's happening right then and there, um, and, and and emotions are flying and everything. And so when she presented the first part. You know, because the first part was the welcoming part, you know, America mm -hmm. is beautiful and all of the great things. And I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. And, 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 and I, I told Scott, I said, I'm not sure if it was my response that triggered the change. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, in charge, like you said, or she, or she had that. I need to ask her that. I need to ask her. Um, if, if, if she always had that in her mind that she would do that, mm -hmm. but I was like, okay, all right. Uh, all right. So when do we have the real conversation? Yeah. You know? And so that, that's, um, when she came back weeks later with the, the other part, the switch. And I was like, mm -hmm. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it. Yeah. It she brought it. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. It was so good. I, and, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that, like, I I was also surprised when I heard the first reading. Yeah. Um, Because, like, in her shoes, I feel like I would have just. Yeah. Like, I, you know, there, everyone was so charged for good reason and, and upset for good reason. Sure. And here's Nina just being this, like orb of light <laughs> and i just remember being like wow 
like how does she how how is she doing this right now yeah. you know um yeah. but i agree with you like i was also relieved when when the switch happened i was like mm -hmm. okay good yeah. good <laughs> yeah. we need both sides you know we need to hear both of these things but see that's why that's the genius of nina because she looked at the bigger picture mm -hmm. and it's important for artists and, I, and i'll be more specific for poets to um see the bigger picture is because you know i had a small list i have a long list of poets I have a mm -hmm. short list of poets that could actually do what she did. Mm -hmm. You know, I know a lot of great poets, um, but some poets are are one trick, mm -hmm. you know, or all angry or all black, 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 or, you know, um, and, and and that, and that makes my my job a little difficult because it, when I first started this, I, I was like, man, I know a lot of poets, you know, and I can reach out to a lot of poets and I can DM a lot of poets from this state, this city. But when I got into it and I started getting calls from organizations like yours, you know, I was like, OK, because they'll ask, do you have a poem? I have plenty of poets. But the, <laughs> the real question is, do you have a poem that an awesome poet uh, can match with this project's theme or this event's theme mm -hmm. and topic. And so that's really where it got tricky. And I was like, yeah, I do. And so even that, I may have a poem that matches the theme, but do you have a poet that's professional, that takes their craft serious, um, uh, that's flexible and will represent your brand and the just list that I have to check off. Right. Yeah. You know, and it, and it dwindles down, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so we'll show up on time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, all those factors, all those into... factors. And I was like, Oh, this is getting real difficult, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, um, um, but people like Nina and, and other poets that I work with, are are just so uh, um, so perfect, and and I'm so glad that this worked out the way it did. Um, like you all were just so gracious and you know open, you know. Um, so we're we're here. So we 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 have the poem done, right? Yeah. And so now it's time to actually. To pro actually produce the film, mm -hmm. and where we are now, where are we then? Um, when did yeah. she finish it? What month did she finish the film? Did she finish oh, the poem? Man. I think it was either either October or November. Right, but it just finishing the poem now because of um, because of the you know our final product wasn't the poem right <laughs> it was it was you know she was she was part of a team building um this film which yes. has you know the music the photography um and her her you know the visuals and and nina um being the subject um uh and so 
even just finishing the poem from there, we had to get it recorded. Mm. Um, we had to get her recorded and First, we had to do yeah. it <laughs> in quarantine. <laughs> we, you know, right. we couldn't like meet up with her in the studio. Oh, um, well, wait, we forgot about the part where simultaneously as she's writing it, Scott is composing. composing yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Nina would give him a chunk and he would write that chunk. And then Nina would give him another chunk and he would write that chunk. Yeah. It was really amazing yeah. to sort of hear the composition evolve with the poem. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. And yeah. he was using his voice to, <laughs> to be all of the parts. Yeah. yeah he like, and so he, we can hear what it would sound yeah. like. Mm -hmm. He kind of goes above and beyond yeah. on everything he does, I think. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it sounded so lovely. We were kind of like, well, I mean. Maybe what do you need us for? Yeah, we don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was nice. I mean, we had we had a really nice track to sort of build our recordings off of. Um, right. Yeah, he made it easy for us. Um, yeah, and so there were many, many stages. And I, I also do think that Nina in these meetings, and, you know, she didn't just go off and write the poem and then bring it back to us. This was a process, and we would meet, mm -hmm. and she would she would write, and then she would perform them for us, and then she would record and these are all like, um, you know, they're the same words, but they're different <laughs> yes. um, in the way they contribute to uh, to making the final piece. Um, and so I do think, um, you know, when we when there was a week and then Scott would bring um, the music, it added depth to what Nina was saying. And she took the, that inspiration and fleshed out another part or a new section um, and there was there was a little bit of that that back and forth where um, the words and the music were developing off of each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now we have the poem, we have the composition. Now comes in Tyler, right? Well, not quite yet. I think no. First, first we recorded, bridge recorded. Um, okay. Yeah. So we took. What Scott had done, and Alan built kind of a MIDI track to sing to, mm -hmm. um, using parts of Scott's voice. And but we had to like break apart the track Scott gave us to to match with the poem, because um, you know Nina would take more space here or less space here or whatever in her final recording. Um, so then, one at a time, we recorded. Um, our voices and, and Alan did all of the, um, the editing. So he would sort of layer voices on top of voices until we finally had the, uh, the quintet. Yeah. It, quintet, it might, right? yeah. hopefully it sounds like you, when you listen or watch the movie, it sounds like bridge was just singing in a room together, but those were recorded yeah. individually separate in home studios. And, um, yeah, while quarantining, um, in different cities. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So then we had the the track done and it wasn't mastered or really fine tuned yet, but we had a track to work with. And then with that track, we did a few days of very intense storyboarding. Um, and at this time, we thought uh, a good friend of Alan's from California would be um, filming it. So we didn't, Tyler was not in the picture until very late in the process. Um, and 
fortunately, Gilbert found him based off of a music video he liked of a band in Baltimore. It was like, <laughs> great. Um, yeah, because Alan's friend, unfortunately, couldn't come because of a coronavirus situation at his work. Um, but yeah, so we had this this um, soundtrack, which we did a, a very in-depth storyboard to. And then Alan here loves his spreadsheets. So we, we did a big spreadsheet of exactly where the team would be every moment of the film day, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we, um, this is, it was uh, a different order than a conventional movie because probably with a movie, you start with the concept and the storyboard, right? And the script, and then you film first, right? And then the composer comes in and then, uh, and then composes the soundtrack and, and records the soundtrack here, uh, more like a music video. We started with the sound and Nina's performance um, because that was really going to be, that that is the piece, right? The poem right. and the performance of the poem and then everything else supports that. Um, so we built out Nina um, and then the music. And then on top of that, we storyboarded the visuals. Um, and that was not, we did really intense and specific, uh, we, uh, we wrote down specific ideas, but a lot of it was also, um, we need to stay in the flow <laughs> and see how the film shoot day goes. Um, be you flexible. Know, yeah, be <laughs> flexible. So our, our original storyboard is not what the film turned out to be, but, um, but we, we came with ideas, planned out the film, and then brought in Tyler. Yeah. Wow. So you're familiar with DC? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. But downtown DC, DC? Yeah. Yeah. I I've I've sort of been local my whole life and okay. Alan works downtown. So we Yeah, I work downtown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay. That was helpful. <laughs> so when it comes to the storyboarding, mm. You said it was intense, right? So, mm -hmm. did you all just simply listen to the words and mm -hmm. say, "Okay, that location would speak highly mm -hmm. to the words that she just spoke"? Mm -hmm. Pretty how, much. How did, okay. Yeah, we were led by by the poem. Um, wow. By the poem first, and then logistic realities. So like, <laughs> right. we had these ideas, but then we also realized we have one morning to shoot. So we need to ch tweak this and tweak this and tweak this. But yes, we were very much led by what she was saying in terms of location. Okay. Okay. I, I think that very first, the very first visual that came to me was actually um, inspired by Scott's music, the opening just that very first chord. Um, I remember the first time hearing that, to me, it just felt like sunrise um, and had that feel of mm. morning glow. Um, and I didn't know what that meant at the time, but um, at some point that came out, came up in a meeting. And then I think it was, I think it was Jacob that eventually landed on the idea that maybe the course of the poem would um, pass chronolo chronologically through a day. 
So it would start morning. And it turned out that the poem really fit this, this form. You know, we move throughout from morning through the day, and then we get to that switch, <clears throat> the however part where we mm -hmm. have the conversation um, and it hits nighttime mm -hmm. at Black Lives Matter Plaza. Um, so we had, we had a tone and um, kind of visual palette guiding us, um, you know, start off in the morning, at nighttime and then circle back to first light and dawn at the end of the poem um, when Nina's wrapping wrapping it up. Um, so that was that was and Scott um, did such a good job at matching Nina's tone that mm. it was like very easy to integrate the sound world of the piece and the text of the poem in our storyboarding. Like they just sort of everything worked together so well right. um, that it was it was easy to be inspired by both things, you know? Right, right. I, I love the way he put it. He, want, he said he wanted to make sure that the music simply laid the bed mm -hmm. for the poem to lay on. Like, yeah. you know, it, mm -hmm. And I think um, I think it was Gilbert's mom uh, in the comments that said, "I didn't even know that like there was actually music there until mm. the mid right. part yeah. of the film mm -hmm. because it was just so enhancing to the poem. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. just atmosphere sounded like." Which Scott was like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly." Because anybody, I'm gonna say anybody else, but you know, other people might have say, "This is my opportunity." to show them my musical abilities, you mm -hmm. know, but overpower the poem. Right. And that was just, everybody was just so selfless in this project yeah. on all fronts when it came to art, time, you know, just everything. I, and I was just so impressed by the organization of everything that, that morning and that that afternoon. Well, it was all morning. We didn't even go into the afternoon. We finished at like <laughs> eleven. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It's, it, we started at like four thirty, and then we ended yeah. roughly around eleven thirty or so. Yeah, yeah. It felt like a full day. <laughs> Man, well, it, yeah, from essentially was right. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, um, okay, cool. So now we are actually all right so so in my mind you know i and i probably was thinking small too i thought we were just going to do everything at black lives matter plaza oh yeah so yeah. when you all came with the spreadsheet and everything and and the van and saying we're gonna go here we're gonna go there i was like wow <laughs> this is this is a real movie this is not just a video a poem video. This is a straight up film. Yeah, I mean, every time we had an idea that made it like a little bit bigger, we were like, right. "Are we?" We kept like testing the waters. Like, are we, are we going to do this? We're going <laughs> right. to do this. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, did you all have a map to say, "All right, we're going to start here. We're going to walk here. We're going to walk here." We used Google Maps. Yeah. 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 We started off with just like when we had that storyboard session, we just, you know, we mapped out or not map. Uh, we uh, wrote down all our ideas for the lines of the poem, you know, okay, and the where we wanted to be at the monument. Yeah. We, so we Got had it. a list of locations 
Then after we had all those ideas, we looked at the map and said, okay, how are we going to do this? <laughs> this we can't, not work. <laughs> we can't just film it like in the order of the yeah. poem because it, it jumps around places. Right. So yeah, then we eventually pulled up a map and said, okay, this makes sense. And then um, Gilbert was our location scout. He yes. stepped up and um, he got up early one morning and, and uh, walked the the route and the path just to make sure everything was- He walked the entire route? Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. At like yeah. 5.30 in the yeah. morning, yeah. <laughs> but, See, that's what I'm talking about. This is, <laughs> this is awesome. I didn't know that until just now. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was uh, Tyler's idea though, the cinematographer. Um, and so having Tyler helped a lot because he he has done this before. Um, right. So he you know he had advice along the way, and he said you know make sure that somebody me or somebody uh, walks the path, walks the route, checks for bathrooms, makes sure the lighting is the way we want it. Um, so yeah, having his his experience definitely helped. Mm -hmm. That I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, Tyler really brought a lot to the table um, and and was so great through the whole process. I mean, he's so helpful. There were times like in editing when when we had the film done, but we're just, you know, finessing. He, right. just, he just like gave us advice for, for free and mm -hmm. just like, I think he really believed in the project. And so he was willing to give it more time and energy you know um mm. and and you know he he did like brilliant filming on the day of but but it was also just very helpful after that as well how much did he know going in did he did he listen to the poem the music and everything before going in or did you all just give him the places and what did he yeah. know? In, in our first meeting with him, we did uh, play him, um, I think at this portion. point, yeah, we. I don't think we'd finished recording the whole thing yet, but we had a portion just to give him a sense of the tone, and um, and we, we gave him the storyboard just to check with him because, you know, we had these grand ideas and we wanted to make sure that it was doable from someone that has done things like this before. Um, and he he okayed it, and um, so he he had heard the poem and some of the music, um, and then had the storyboard as as a guide. Um, but he was, you know, he director of photography, so our storyboard was just kind of let's be at this location, <laughs> and then right. so we would get there. But Tyler really um, captured and framed the visual. And helped a lot with, um, yeah, getting getting piecing together all those moments that we were trying to hit. Wow, wow. Okay, got you. All right, and and you know, for me, I thought that he was going to be the videographer and the editor because usually that's how it is, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And so, how much belief in yourselves did you all have? to say hey we can we can edit this ourselves <laughs> well i i'll brag for alan here for a second um he like during the pandemic has become essentially 
a professional like video and audio engineer. Um, mm. He's built microphones. He's done lots. He's done tons of um, videos for different choirs around town, um, both both the video and editing. So we, I think the three of us, Gilbert, Jacob, and myself, had a lot of faith in him to do this. We also just didn't have the budget to to ask Tyler to do that mm -hmm. on top of the filming. So, um, so yeah, I mean, Alan really, like anything he didn't know how to do, he watched a YouTube video mm -hmm. and like he wow. just taught himself and, and we were there for ideas, help, like mm -hmm. we, but, but like without him, it would not have been what it was at all. <laughs> <laughs> he did all of like the, the terrifying tech work that, right. I um I was you know I have to say I was pretty confident I was I was most scared of the task of completing the editing within I think it was two weeks mm -hmm. or three weeks, um, uh but but I was pretty confident because I had spent so much of um, uh the COVID time, uh most of what I do is building virtual choirs and so um if you haven't seen one of these it's just like the brady bunch effect where each you know I'm I'm getting um uh all these video files of individual singers and then I have to mix the audio so I'm used to working with like 50 60 videos and piecing them together um so in some ways this was uh hmm. this was a little easier no i won't say easier but it was it was definitely a different style of editing you had one but, video at a time yeah, yeah. Right. Got clips and clips yeah. but tyler no. gave you what just all of the footage yeah yeah mm -hmm. so much yeah i think it was like 70 so video footage. files yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and you had to watch all of that Walk me through it. Like you had to watch it and then say, this is a good part. Well, so for any aspiring video editor, organization right. is key. So I didn't, I, I didn't watch every second of every video. Okay. Um, I could skim through it. So the first thing I did was just categorize the videos because, um, mm. you know, just labeling. And I, I did it by look and feel. So there were, there was a nighttime folder. There was a, uh dawn a folder for dawn and um sunrise um because we knew that the the tone of the visual um was our our goal was to match the tone of the poetry and so um that's how we got all organized and then from there it was just um trying <laughs> trying things out really it was finding the moments um you know, just like in any performance, it it comes through in um, video, where there are there are just special moments that stand out, and you know you have to use. Um, so, sorting through the videos, it was organizing, and then picking out the highlights, and then finding um, the best place for them. Um, so, yeah, it was it was really. Um, that was really fun work, actually, um, because because we had such great material from the poem to the performance to the the music um, and the visuals. So it was just all about letting them complement one another. 
Yeah. And was it was it fun work in hindsight or was it fun <laughs> work? <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, it depended on the day. There yeah. were days where there was some tension in the group about mm -hmm. like we had we had so many different um options for each scene. So Alan would basically he had um the the track of, of bridge, he had the track of Nina, and then he had um we decided on a bunch of different options for each scene. Um, not each scene, but a lot of the different scenes had different options. And then we would go through each one and see what what we liked the best. And, and yeah. there were some disagreements yeah. that we had to work through, of course. Um, but but I think overall, we really had a lot of fun mm. um, putting it together. It was just like, it was, it was hard work, but... Um, but so rewarding that, you know, we just like, there was never a point where it was like, Ugh, yeah, right. like, yeah, it was, it was always an exciting thing to be doing. The, yeah. The fun part is um, being inspired by an idea and, or like combining things that just work really well together. The not so fun part is when you do that and I don't know, spend an hour or two on it and then show it to other people and they're like that doesn't really work <laughs> which was which, which is a big part of the process but i think that's how we got to the end product um uh i think it was scott that said you know uh, that's the beauty of collaboration is no single one of us could have imagined this on their own right mm -hmm. it was really the combination of all these ideas and letting them coexist and uh, mix in together. That's how we got to this, this really beautiful thing. You gave me an idea that I want to do a virtual choir. Ah. <laughs> I want to do a virtual choir with a poet. Oh, yeah. Yes. I uh -huh. think that would be like, and because what we did for America's Got Talent, um, when Brandon Leak was mm -hmm. uh, going through it and he won um, for the fin uh, finale, you know, they called us weeks, well, days, actually. They called us days, days before the finale and they wanted us to create the treatment for his uh, intro to his performance. And, you know, and and I think a couple of weeks before, um, I thought of an idea to really support Brandon in his journey while he's on the show. I did a calling all poets and I asked all the poets from around the world to send in, you know, a congratulatory video saying, man, thank you, man, you're doing mm -hmm. awesome. You know, you inspire me, blah, 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 blah. And then I put all that together and surprised him with that video. Right. <laughs> to really push him forward. Mm -hmm. And so AGT called after that and said, hey, can you do that again? But have the poets actually write a short poem and we'll put those poems together to make one poem. Mm -hmm. And so I think that would be pretty awesome mm -hmm. to yeah. to even mesh with a virtual choir, mm -hmm. like calling all singers and shoot, even calling all <laughs> poets. Man, so let's let's talk afterwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. No. Uh, where where are we now? So, how do you know it's finished? Nah. 
<laughs> well, I guess after we finished the video or did most of our editing, then we did sound like final balancing, mm -hmm. final mastering. Um, you know, we, um, a big part of the editing, actually probably the, the most time spent editing was on the footage that Tyler did not shoot. Um, because after that great day of shooting, um, we were, we had some holes in the, the full video. Which we um, knew we would, we had planned to use yeah. B-roll. Mm. Um, and so, and so we spent a lot of time looking through historic, uh, B-roll videos. And so we, those clips of, of MLK and the March for Jobs and, um, and modern day protests, all of those clips um, yeah, many, many hours were spent looking for the right shot that mm -hmm. would, that would, uh, match the moment. Um, especially because the, the footage that Tyler shot, that was at such a high level. And so we wanted to maintain right. that across the Did video. you have to get a stock videos and pay yeah. for those or mm -hmm. you got yeah. free royalty? No, yeah. we, we paid, it was actually cheaper for mm. us to pay per video um, in this circumstance, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that was, I, I had sort of, that was one of my jobs early on was to like, just find a bunch of um, mm -hmm. historical B-roll stuff. And right. we ended up using quite a bit of that, but some of it just in the final product didn't work. So we had to go back to the drawing board and find new videos, even up to like, the 11th hour, I feel like we were mm -hmm. still looking for new mm -hmm. um, B-roll stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that took a lot of time. Really, honestly, Tyler's shooting made his parts really quite easy. Like, cause, cause he had, he just lined things up so beautifully. Um, I think with, with what he had read in the poem. So, so that was much easier than like filling in the, Mm -hmm. the other bits yeah mm -hmm. wow wow so how do we how do we know it's done <laughs> yeah that's a hard question yeah i i think <laughs> i think for me it was when um nothing was bothering me anymore <laughs> like, like we would have watched series and i'd be like oh i'm so sorry yeah. this one thing is still driving me crazy um yeah, and it was so when we got to the point where none of the four of us was saying that any longer, I feel like that was kind of when we were like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alan, Alan, were you like, All right, what is it now? What is it? What yes, is it? yes, that yeah, was there me. were a couple of times he was like, By the end of it, <laughs> I think this is the one, I think this is it. Yeah, <laughs> we but like, oh. yeah, yeah, but I'm glad they kept coming back to me because I was ready to, I was ready to wrap it up, but it would not have been as mm. good as it is now yeah, we, we, if we didn't keep revising we had a couple moments where we said we are we are so close and at this point let's just fix these couple things mm -hmm. um yeah so it it was it was a labor of love for sure and a lot of those very very final adjustments were just timing mm -hmm. and feel yeah like at the climax um i think probably the last or one of the very last things we did was getting the timing right um, after the climax of the piece, um, and then where we cut to um, the March for Jobs, MLK, and its first light, we're cutting to footage of us, and and then the um, 
modern BLM protests in LA and also cutting to the um, Confederate statue coming down. So that whole sequence, um, we, we wanted to get the timing and the feel just right. And so it was down to moving things by a couple frames yeah. and a couple beats here and there. Uh, but um, yeah, that, that level of detail really, um, really made the film, I think. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. It is an amazing film. It is an amazing film. I did a search on film festivals and I found about uh, 13. You know, when you do a search uh, for like the, the best software for something, mm -hmm. there are websites or blogs that say, here are the best 12. You know, um, uh, I found the top, I don't know, uh, film festivals to apply to. Great. Um, and um, I really want us, and I'll email it to the entire team so each of us can look at the different, you know, criteria and stuff like that. But this warrants submissions. Mm -hmm. Like, really, yeah. this really does. You know, people win, win film festivals, first, second, third, for, for lesser topics, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and lesser quality. So I, I, I think um, even if we don't win, it, it draws more eyes to the conversation, mm -hmm. you know? So um, that, that, that's, again, also um, with um, Nina, Nina creating a curriculum. I want to reach out to universities and, and, and organizations that speak to this theme and again, continue the conversation because again, like we said, this project wasn't just to create a project and say, hey, we're finished, we're happy, you know, yeah. um, and be proud of ourselves, even though we should, we should be proud of ourselves. But it 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 really is like that's the pregame. Creating the creating the film was the pregame. The game is the actual conversation that needs to be had so we're not into the game until we start the conversation yeah you know so um i want to create those paths and that's why i wanted to make sure i brought everybody onto the podcast so the conversation continues you know even though we're talking about the actual project we're also referencing the conversation that needs to be had and so who knows uh that you know the folks that will be watching this and I'm like oh so those are the people that actually produce that film that I just watched on Facebook or on YouTube and so uh I really appreciate you all's time it's Saturday it's it's <laughs> wonderful thing you know we all it's nice outside you know so yeah. I appreciate you all carving out time to spend with me on the Poet Life podcast. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, for, for doing that for me and continuing the conversation, but also at the, at the outset calling us and saying, hey, this is what we've been thinking about and what are your thoughts? And so we really appreciate it. What are your thoughts to, to, to close out? We, we appreciate you. Um, this, uh, yeah, we, we couldn't have gotten here. <laughs> gotten <laughs> This wouldn't be a thing without you. So right. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um yeah, I just I just hope um I think we all hope people um are 
people take in the the film, um, watch it not just you know not just to watch it and for the views, but because there there's a really powerful message that we all thought long and hard about, um, and it takes that kind of that energy and um, it is it is really inspiring um, for the fight that needs to continue. We're not going to undo uh, centuries of systemic racism with a seven minute video, (laughs) but um, we can um, inspire conversations and inspire um, action, like concrete actions. And hopefully this is what that does. It's a launching point for the steps that need to be taken little by little. For sure, for sure. Crossley, you have anything? I mean, I don't know how to follow that. That was pretty much <laughs> everything I wanted to say. But, um, but yeah, I just want to reiterate, you know, Alan's thanks to you and the poet life um, for for pushing us to to make the most of this opportunity. Mm. I think, um, and for finding us, Nina, of course, and now for helping us to get this out there. Sure, um, it's yeah, that's really great, and I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for, for the future of this project, because I agree, it's not just like a film that's going to be stagnant. I, I want this to be part of something. Um, so yeah, just a huge thank you. And, and we're really excited as a team to see where this can go. Indeed. Indeed. Look, everybody watching, listening, or reading the blog, it's the Poet Life Podcast. If anything, about The Poet Life that you want to know more about, go to thepoetlife.com. We have everything that you need to know there. But also, go watch the film, America, You're Beautiful, aybfilm.com. It's right there on the screen for those watching. If you're listening, again, it's aybfilm.com. Thank you all for listening, watching, and reading. It's The Poet Life Podcast. Everybody have a good weekend and the rest of the week. Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way. Mm-hmm.